The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily stay to reflect those of this station or its management. Ho, 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 ho! Hello there! Come on over here and sit down on Santa's lap. <laughs> have you been good this year? If you have, what the hell's wrong with you? That's no fun! If you've been bad, really naughty, (laughs) you're my type of freak. Say, if you stick around, I'll give you lots and lots of delicious ear candy. Ho, 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 ho. What do you say? Let's get this fucking sleigh in gear. Ho, 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 ho. Ladies and gentlemen, Merry fucking Christmas from Outlaw Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? Welcome to the Christmas edition of Outlaw Radio for the 24th of December, Christmas Eve, 2022. I'm your host, Bad Billy. I got a fun show lined up for you. Yes, indeed. Yes. So, um, not having an interview like I have in the past, no. Uh, We're stepping, even though this is the Christmas episode uh steven james and i were stepping back into the bashing zone yes indeed so as uh, we got another idiot uh, that uh we're calling out a little bit here <laughs> you might say just wait till you hear this the second hour i'm talking with philip d blackman and uh having a discussion of what it's like to uh, have christmas while being on deployment in the third hour Oh, man, it's great to have back, of course, the master, Chris Master for News of the Weird. Before we get to any of that, I want to cue the first song of the show. Here is Kimberly Dunn with What Christmas Means to Me. All right, here we go. Let's get the show started. And we go a little something like this. Hit it. From a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out. It's Outlaw Radio. And 
to me, my love. Christmas means to me. Hey there, thrill seeker, rocking out to the station. I hear you. You're probably even sipping on a drink right now. An average blah, blah drink in a can or bottle. One that doesn't quite hit the spot for you. I'll bet you want something different, don't you? Something more. Take your shot with Cold Cock Whiskey. The best whiskey anywhere. Why? Because it's different from other liquors. Cold Cock Whiskey is herbal whiskey. 100% all natural herbs blended with aged American whiskey. No more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger or might make you quadriplegic. So let's keep that insanely positive attitude to yourself. Mr. Holland, Mr. Holland, over here, over here. Ma'am, ma'am, please keep it in your pants. When I was younger, I was told to hold my tongue. I was told, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. But now, I'm older, and I see that we live in a world where nice just won't cut it. So instead, I speak my mind. Speak out against injustice. Freedom of speech. It's your First Amendment. Protect it. This message was brought to you by the NAE Education Foundation and the Broadcast Education Association. So you go into your sporting goods or firearms store to get that gun and ammunition you've been wanting to buy, only to find out that the store doesn't have it. Worse yet, the shelves are bare. They're empty. Ugh. Well, that's why there's GunBroker.com. You want it? GunBroker.com's got it. Guns, gun parts, ammo, ammo storage, reloading equipment, binoculars, scopes, sights. Did I mention guns? Pistols, rifles, handguns, shotguns, machine guns, paintball guns, archery supplies, tools, jewelry, watches, even musical instruments and gear. Yes, GunBroker.com has those too. I'm telling you, they have it all. There are even auctions where you can bid on certain items. The folks at GunBroker.com know their stuff. They've been in business for over 20 years with over 6 million happy registered users. Why not become one of them? GunBroker.com. Go there. Check it out. Register today. It's 100% free. GunBroker.com. GunBroker.com. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliated with My Patriot Supply. Are you prepared for the next unplanned emergency? As we speak, inflation is rising and the grocery store shelves are stocked less and less every day. The time to prepare is now. Go to www.outlawradioabs.com, visit the store section, and click on the My Patriot Supply banner and purchase yourself some buckets of delicious gourmet food with a 25-year shelf life. You can also purchase other essential supplies you can use during times of unplanned emergencies. Supplies such as the Alexa Pure water filtration system, first aid and medical supplies, solar power supplies, and much more. Again, go to www.outlawradioabs.com, visit the store section, and click on the My Patriot Supply banner. Don't be left in the dark. Get yourself and your family prepared for the next unplanned emergency today. Hey, I'm Nick, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard What Christmas Means to Me by Kimberly Dunn. All right. Stepping into the bashing zone with the icon, Stephen James. Here we go. You're a prick. I like to fucking suck out your eyeballs and skull fuck you. That's what I think, okay? What's the matter, Billy? I'm stupid because I'm a man wearing sissy faggot. You shut your fucking mouth, you asshole! You don't scare me, tough guy. Well, come on! Asshole! 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 That's what you are, a fat Asshole! You're a sick, entitled bitch who thinks the world owes you. This is the Outlaw Radio Bashing Zone. I made your grandfather fuck your sister in the fucking asshole while he licked your mother's asshole while she was taking a shit on your father. That's what I did. And your grandmother licked it off his belly. And baked it and basted it and then served it to the whole fucking family. Where's your big comeback now, huh? Tough guy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Christmas edition of Outlaw Radio 4 2022. We are stepping back into the bashing zone, one of Stephen's favorite places. If it's not the Stephen solution, or I, I excuse me, the Steve solution, it's definitely the bashing zone. He fucking loves this place. What's up, brother? What's going on, Billy? And ho, 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 all you hoes. <laughs> Merry Christmas to one and all. Indeed. I hope the holiday spirit touches you. And if it doesn't, give me a call and I just might, depending on what you look like. So, Stephen, last week uh, we were when we were in the bashing zone, we talked about Travis Hines. And what a fucking coincidence. That, that he wound up within 30 minutes of me. Yeah. Gotta love that shit. <laughs> yeah. And, wow. And uh, what was your impression of how he was talking to those librarians? Oh, Jesus Christ. What the? Look, all it is is some fucking asshole who grew up, I guarantee, upper middle class that doesn't want to work for a living and thinks that this is how he's going to get internet famous and make money. And I can almost guarantee that this week's asshole that we're bashing is probably no different, except maybe he's got some had ass. (laughs) 
Gotta love the New Englanders. So, yes, uh, the person we are talking about, his name is Mark Manchin, uh, M-A-R-C, M-A-N-C-H-O-N. I wonder if he's related to Joe Manchin. It, that's got to be a New England thing because my father's people do come from New England, and he is a Mark with a C. Yes. Just what, throwing that out there. Oh wait, I think Joe Manchin is like Manchin with a you know on a chin. Or maybe he's a Manchinian candidate. Who the hell knows? Well, he claims to be a First Amendment auditor. His YouTube page is called Press New Press NH Now or Press New Hampshire Now, whatever. It's Press NH Now. But uh, I'm going to share the screen with you in just a moment. Hold on, wait a second. Uh, what I just pressed in H, nothing happened. Okay, no, nah. So, well, just don't saying, don't yes. press in H. Nothing's going to happen. Okay. Well, I wanted I wanted to test that in real time. All right. So here I'm going to share the screen. We're going to have a look at Mark Manchon's uh, mugshot. Oh, I can't wait. Look at that. <laughs> oh. Wow. A person um, a person that is a weird hair. I mean, you know, he's not a good looking guy. I'm not saying he's ugly. He's not a bad looking guy per se ish. But what the fuck is up with that haircut? Uh I don't know. But the uh, sides are longer than the top. <laughs> That's very weird. A person, Look, if you're going bald, I get it, man. You know, pull a billy, shave your head. Damn right. <laughs> All right. So this reads here: a person who says he does First Amendment audits and is behind the YouTube channel NH Press now is facing multiple arrests and charges, according to the New Hampshire Union leader Mark Hayward, a reporter. Yes. Mark M A R K Hayward. Hey, look at that. He's not from New England. Yeah. A reporter from the union leader reached out to Mark Manchon, 35, uh, of Allenstown for information about the arrest and the background of his YouTube. So uh, there's a link to an article here. All right. So, I mean, there are a lot of videos here. So here's here's this one here, real quick. Yeah, this is press NH now. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, you tried that, but it didn't work. It, but, it uh, really didn't. I literally tried it in real time here on the show. So here we go. I'm gonna cue the video. Do you have a business card? There you go. Obviously uncomfortable and doesn't want to talk to you. Will I be served? Or... I'm going to assume no. You're going to assume no? You're making everyone desperately uncomfortable, and I'm going to call the police, okay? I'm not going to answer any questions like that. Why not? Because I have a right to remain silent if I need to. I'm not going to incriminate myself. He told us that we need to finish servicing our clients because he is absolutely not leaving. First off, you can't be held accountable for anything you say until you have been read your rights, so shut the fuck up. 
Stay out of the building. No, Idiot. I'll take the arrest. I have every right to go back in there. I'll take the arrest. Disorderly no, conduct. Right You'll take the arrest I'm not because you're not mommy make... and daddy will pay Unless the I'm fucking cuts. bill. Violate my rights and you're on notice, so there goes your qualified immunity. Do you have any idea on you? For what? Do I know who I'm talking to? Oh, oh wait a minute. Didn't we, didn't we hear about this last week? You're going to. We did? Do I have to force myself by you? You are not forcing yourself. No. Why are you going to beat me up and throw me in the back? Yeah, I told you he was going to roll those ass. NH now over here today in Manchester, New Hampshire at the Department of Health and Human Services. Today oh, we're going to be Jesus. conducting a first. Yeah, you called it right there, Stephen, those ass, because he's in Manchester, New Hampshire. Well, you know, when he's in Boston, he parks his car at Habit Yard. And and his grandfather died of a heart attack. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Oh, First Amendment good Lord. See if they respect our rights to film here in public. Today's date is November 7th, 2022. November. Make sure you go like, share, November. and subscribe to my channel at Press NH Now. I appreciate all your support. Also, check out my playlist to see some videos you might not have seen in the past. I really hope you your friends and family know about my activism. Def definitely you know, click on my channel and get right to it, hey shit so I can get paid for the advertisers because Do I've never had a real job oh. in my fucking life. Okay, so here, here we go. We uh, You didn't see this on Travis's videos, but you see it here, PayPal and Cash App. So he is asking for donations. To He wants you to pitch in some money for his bullshit. And you know what? There's enough dumb motherfuckers right. in this country that they're going to. Yes. So if you're talking, by the way, I think I'll, I'll adjust the volume a little bit so we can talk over it. You can hear us because this time the volume's kind of a bit louder than us. So. All right. Let's let's get going. He's going into this public building in Manchester, New Hampshire. By the way, home of my good friend, Matt Connerton and uh or I should say good friends, Matt Connerton and Jenny Coffey. And uh, of course, it was they're the ones who brought the attempt me to the attention of all this shit. So here we go. Take a look inside at the city of New Hampshire Department. Oh, of I can't wait. Manchester, New Hampshire District Office and exercise our rights. Possibly pull some records. And uh, Possibly pull some records. Gotcha. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. Oh, oh, one thing to note, too, is uh, he's going in here carrying around his uh, camera and filming people, making them uncomfortable while wearing a fucking ski mask is what I understand. Oh, well, that makes it even better. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, he's obviously not the only one with a ski mask. It is cold out there. True, and it is, you know, uh, I'm sorry, New Hampshire? Yeah, this is New Hampshire. But then again, it's not that cold in the building, so what the fuck is this fucking badass in the reddish-orange jacket doing? Oh, Take no, your goddamn mask off. Look, the fat lesbian couple... Obviously, gets what's going down. They're not wearing masks. That uh, does not look comfortable, and she—you shouldn't be filming her. Leave her the fuck alone. Oh, holy shit! Was that my mom? Maybe. Looked like my mom. 
is he just like walking into the employee only areas? No, no, he's in he's in the public areas. Okay, I was wondering about that. He knows where he can go and he can't. You know, he doesn't cross certain lines. I'll give him that. This, oh yeah, we're already back to this guy is just trying to be internet famous because he doesn't want to fucking work for a living. I mean, look, we could put up a fucking, you know. Okay, a Karen, because they don't want you fucking filming. That, no, that's not a Karen. That's, no. that's come on, that's, no. leave her the fuck alone. No, these are literally public servants that don't want to be filmed while doing their day-to-day jobs. They're not yeah, being... There's a reason. Yeah. I'm not going to give you that information. I'm sorry? You don't have any authority over that. Yes, they do, motherfucker. Of, of course you don't. No, this is a public building. Yeah. Can I have your name? No name? Just because they work for a public entity does not mean they have to give you their name. They're not law enforcement officers. A cop has to give you their name and badge number. Not somebody that works at the fucking health department or the library or wherever the fuck this shit is. Do you have a business card? There you go. Good. Good. You deserve it, asshole. Yep. No, fuck that. Close the damn curtains. Yeah, go ahead and I'll back up out of your way. Okay. Yeah, I won't stop. First you. off, you should be arrested because you are being a public nuisance. Yeah, no fucking doubt. And I guarantee you, if you piss test this motherfucker, he's going to piss positive for at least marijuana. Yes. Yeah, that's on you. That's the onus is on you to protect that information. That's right, which is why we are asking you yeah. not to report people in this building. But what I'm telling you is like, no, they're not private citizens. We're in a public area. Yes, they are for private are, citizens. Policies that reflect on you, not me. It is up to you to protect that information. Do you that not feel that people should protect the privacy of their information? That's on you to protect that information. Uh, I'm sorry, you're filming it's and they're walking up to the window with paperwork and shit like that that has their personal okay. information. So, no, it is on you. Call. You are fucking going. Exactly. Their paperwork has private confidential information and he is actively recording. That is illegal. Not going to want him coming in and he hasn't asked for permission. Are you like an internet store? Are you, um, no, it was a good one. They call human services people coming here to get things like food stamps and medical care, Medicaid, etc. Sorry, I thought you said DHS. Um, okay. So you're at 1050 Permit Road. How long have you been there for? She did say DHS. That's what DHS is. Isn't that fulfillment? Uh, it's where all the dregs of society oh. go to get. Food stamps and health insurance. Okay, why the map of Africa is there on the back on the back? Because wall? they are woke, my friend. Woke. I will say this: they are standing up for the fucking rights of 
their shitty ass clients. And by the way, do I care about their shitty ass clients? No. Because I guarantee every person walking up there that I've seen so far applying for some kind of aid uh, seems pretty goddamn able-bodied to me and can fucking turn a screw or punch a key on a cap or a register. That being said, that's not why he's there. He's not there to expose people that should be working that aren't. He's there to be fucking YouTube famous. Is this a public facility? You're not allowed to tape in here. This is a security area. You're this is not a security area. This is a public area. Man. I have every right to be in here. God, this guy's worse than Travis. Okay, which I understand. Technically speaking, though, he is legal. On you to protect, not me. I am trying to protect it. That's okay. why I'm asking you to not. No, that's not how you protect it. How you protect it is by not giving that information out, by not having them give it to you verbally, and to protect all the information, all the paperwork, and everything in the back of it. That's how you protect it. I'm desperately uncomfortable, and I'm okay. going to call the police, okay? Well, I'm sorry to... You know, I mean, I like her. I have a right to She's, be here. I'm not She's worried. A nice, calm head on her shoulder. They're going to tell you exactly what I told you, and I'm going to remain here when they leave too. They probably won't even respond. They know better. Yeah, they will All respond, right. and you're going right. to go to jail. What a fucking prick! Right. Good lord. Uh... I don't condone police brutality, but sometimes I really <laughs> understand it. And in his case. And see how they respond. Needs I would, I would understand. So we'll see what they, uh, what they say, and if they respond. Is the Manchester Airport over there, New Hampshire? No Hampshire. New Hampshire. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Um, I am calling. Um, I work in. Um, Which, by the way, this is the way the legal system works. Why does he get these nine hundred and one calls? Because he makes a request under the Freedom of Information Act, which is totally legal. That being said, posting her picture there. Uh, okay, my mistake. He he's not wearing a ski mask. He's wearing a scarf over uh, below his eyes. You know, doesn't matter. Pre-COVID, if you walked into any public building. And I know this, especially working in a casino. Isn't that fucking creepy what he's doing? It's very creepy, but it used to be you could not walk into a place with your face covered because that shit was illegal. You were trying to conceal your identity. But all the fucking stupid COVID bullshit, now we get assholes like this. 1050 Perimeter Road. What's your first name? Adina. A-D-I-N-A. Yeah, now she's being forced to reveal her identity, her pictures out there. Oh, he gets to hide his shit, except for his mugshot, because he was arrested, rightfully. He tried to come up to the window to conduct any business or anything like that. He has not gone to the window to conduct business. How the fuck is this a First Amendment audit? That I don't get. It's just him harassing. No, it, it's exactly what I said in the beginning. All this dickhead is trying to do is make himself fucking YouTube internet famous. And he doesn't care about security and anyone else. He's all about him. He's a fucking narcissist. That's exactly what a narcissist does. 
he is trying to be famous. He doesn't care that he's hurting the legitimate people that need to be in there to conduct business because they have legitimate needs, nor does he care about the illegitimate people that are in there scamming the fucking system because, you know, I gotta say I'm on both sides on this one. But either way, he doesn't care about anybody but him. He is just trying to be famous. That's all it is. It's just like the asshole last week. He doesn't fucking care. The only difference between the two is this guy is fucking rolling his R's because he's in New England. Ma'am, do you have a business card? No, she doesn't have to fucking give it to you, asshole. And by the yeah, that's not a law. Yeah. I have business cards too, by the way. Uh, I don't have to give them to you when you ask me for them. Just saying. Business card. Good. Business card, it's it's like this guy doesn't know when to fucking quit. Does. Doesn't know how to. T- no, he knows exactly what he's doing. He doesn't believe in this cause. He is literally just trying to be famous. Okay, he now. figures if he gets enough fucking hits on his YouTube channel, then the advertising dollars start coming in, and he doesn't have to work for a living. Look who's in the look who's in the building now. He fucking made the place evacuate. You know, yeah, you should probably just continue doing your business with the uh, clients you have here. Well, yeah, if you're in there to apply for food well, stamps or Medicaid or whatever, you really don't want your face plastered all over the fucking internet unless you're a fucking narcissistic asshole like this guy. What what purpose does he have to go walking in there? It's not even possible. One purpose, just to stir up shit. No, it's not even that. It's to make himself famous. By stirring up shit. I'm not yelling. Right. But he could have picked anywhere else. He could have picked a fucking, you know, a state police headquarters or a courthouse or anything like that. No. He's going somewhere where the lowest levels of society, unfortunately, have to go, whether they're there... From necessity, or they're, you know, just trying to scam, like that lovely lady in the red tank top. Jesus Christ, she uh, looks like she needs to be in the welfare system, but whatever. And I there's guess there's no reason him, for him to go in there. It's uh, she must not be that cold uh, that day there in New Hampshire because she's wearing a tank top and shorts. Well, who the hell knows when this exactly uh, was filmed? No, we know November, when it was posted. A, a little over a month ago. No, we know when it was posted. We don't know when it was filmed. Oh uh, no, no, he said it was at the beginning. No, November. Oh. Yeah, the date. Okay, was my bad. My bad. And now he's he has to know her. She's getting a cut because he's sitting there filming her putting all her shit in and all that. He probably offered her a hundred bucks to fucking throw that shit in there. Oh, so he put press press New Hampshire now. You're gonna assume that uh, again. I did press 
in a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it didn't work. Yeah, I mean, they're failing to even provide any of that information, you know. Did you sign in? I did, yeah. Okay. It's a good time. This is where he starts to actually get into being legal. He signed in properly, all that. He should should have probably started with that, by the way. But oh, you girls are silly. They don't want to be filmed. What's so What's so difficult to understand about that? Imagine what they're doing, right? And we all understand that as public employees, you are public. But at the same time, there's. What's going on? Different okay. pub- there's different there's different public employees. Here's where it gets good. Well, first of all, do you have a name badge number? Yes, Gagnon 153. How do you spell that? There's an example of one right there. A cop that has to give his name and badge number. Okay. Yeah. So honestly, what are you recording? I am recording. Okay. Were you going to tell me that? I was going to. No, he doesn't have to. You're in a public space, asshole. For what? Uh, That's kind of a nice view over in the uh, the side there, don't you think? She's a little (laughs) thick, but gotta love that ass. I do like a thick girl. I'm just saying. Okay. It's under investigation. So this, is, this is private property. No, this is actually state property. No, it's not. No, it isn't. You can go outside into the park. Public property is a park. Just because it's owned by the city or the state or the county or whatever does not mean it's public property. To an understanding, let's de escalate, okay, and come to an understanding. This is public property, state property, correct? This building. Yes. This department right here. A public lobby, correct? This is this no. a public lobby? No. Who's, whose lobby is the it? Department of Human Services. Which is state so and city I'm and public why? property, correct? So when I get to this, it's not private property. Get to harass people. Yeah. My call comes over here. Yeah. Saying there's guy that fits your description. Yeah. What you are doing is called harassment. Oh, I'm not screaming. You fucking moron. I'm not going to answer any questions like that. Why not? Because I have a right to remain silent if I need to. I'm not going to incriminate myself. You don't have a right to remain silent until you're being arrested. By asking, you don't even... Anything you say before that is perfectly admissible, you stupid fuck. They provide. I'm asking for business cards. I'm asking for emails. And they haven't given you a business card? No, and that's fine. If they want to act that way and look unprofessional working for the public, then that's fine. They can do that. I'm going to request a supervisor, please. Yes, I would. Yeah, let's do that. How about this? Just fucking arrest this asshole. How is he a fucking tyrant? It doesn't matter. I I don't know what the New Hampshire state law is, but in any state I've ever worked, you are causing a public nuisance and you can already be arrested. Period. The cop is being super fucking nice. Can I get your name? Can I tell me first? Clark 202. Clark 202. I would yes. like that Back cop to... arrested for wearing those sunglasses. He's 22. I remember you from WMR. Yeah. yeah, what's going on? Then? Yeah, so, but unfortunately, there's not a law against bad fashion no choices. All right, it's no big secret. I'm here asking basic questions. Okay, trying to get public information. Um, see no, how you're being a public here. nuisance, um, and that's against the law. Like, and you can be arrested, and you will be arrested, obviously, because we've seen your mugshot. That information, not on me. Oh, by this time he it's he has been arrested. So they don't want to give me the information I'm asking. Okay, which is just I mean it looks bad on them, and that's it. I mean if they don't want to give it to me, I'm not going to yell and bang on the window. 
it's not going to get me anywhere, right? It's going to get me disorderly. And you know, I know what I'm doing, man. So, uh, yeah, I know what you're doing and you're trying so, to be internet famous. So he was telling me that this is private property. When this is, it is uh, private city property, city property. Okay. Which is, yes, I do. Well, well, first off, do you it think the fucking government it. actually owns that land? No, it's I most likely leased from a private entity. And even if it wasn't, it's so still private property because building. the government owns it. This is my business. That's, that's not, I have sorry. every right to come in here and record. This Stop. is okay. And not you just heard him say it. Exactly this is my business. Oh no, they, that's because that's what I want to do. I want to be internet famous. At this point, we're going to give you a lot. Hmm. There's that S again, though. Yes, under, what, under what threat? Or, Disorderly so, conduct. So, Thank you. Disorderly conduct, public nuisance, whatever you want to call it. And do you have any proof of that? Uh, you're filming the proof right okay, now, you, you really want fucking moron. No. Do you really want to pull this card? I'm over here. LaValle, look, listen. Okay? Did he really just say, do you really want to pull this card? You're filming the fucking evidence! I know a lot more than you guys. You stupid fuck! To test you and to test them. All right? I'm not in there being disorderly. They just don't like my camera. It's discrimination. Okay? I'm not in there. Yeah, they said stop recording. You need to leave. By just simply asking them questions. And they don't like that. And they don't understand the laws. And you, okay, as a sergeant, should go in there and literally tell them, wait, he has every right to be in here. here okay, I'm talking to LaValle. Uh, how are they tyrants? No, I'll take the arrest. No. Uh, they're not, actually. They're being extremely cooperative and polite because they're afraid of losing their fucking jobs. I don't get what they want. They don't have I understand what they really want to do is they want to pull up their baton and beat the fuck out of this idiot. But they don't want to lose their jobs because they're wearing body cams and he's recording. I get that. They are being excessively professional. Do I have to because they don't want to lose you know, their jobs, beat me up especially since in the last you year or so, they just started. Okay. Now, now he's threatening with lawsuits over what? It's nothing. It's bullshit. But the reason they're being professionals, they don't want to lose their jobs, especially since they just start. No, started not, in the last like year, year and a half. They just started getting allowed to have facial hair. Excuse me, sir. No. Excuse me, sir. No. I like to. And go. you notice every cop has a beard, and I think that's fucking okay. great. Oh, by the way, it. Stephen, you missed it. He told the cop the cop didn't have any authority to tell him they to not be there. Yeah, well, you said I have no legitimate. I have an appointment. Last I checked, the cops have pretty much authority to. Do whatever the hell they want, and if you disagree with it, you can sue them in a public court of law. I'm not leaving. But not going to make me leave unless something cuffs. You violate my rights, and you're on notice. So there goes your qualified immunity. Oh, Jesus! Excuse me, sir. God bless these officers. These guys are so so patient. And I understand why they don't want to lose their jobs. They just got their beards and their tattoos. You can't tell me I can't go in there. I'm but I to swear to God, 
I am not that much of a patient man. It's probably a good thing that I'm not a cop anymore because I'd beat this guy to shit. I'm telling you, you're not coming in. Well, when you leave, I'll go back in. If you want to come back and arrest me, you can. Or you could just move out of my way. No. How about you're going to jail? Right now, sir. Yeah. You violated my rights, sir. My God, other cops were even as patient. Would have would have fucking arrested him so long ago. These guys have the fucking patience of Job. These guys are amazing. You're still here. I'm walking in there. You're still here. We'll see. Oh, I like. I'm I'm walking in here. Uh, no, you're not. Doing what you're being asked. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're and you're following. You're there. just following orders, right? I'm being told. What is? Guess what? They asked you not to be in. So my supervisors. I'd like to. Go into a public building, sir. Now that cop is not a New Englander. Doesn't have the accent. Hey, yes and no. There's a lot of New Englanders that don't have the accent or roll the R's. It's. I think I made it at like twelve oh two. It's just to ask questions. Honestly, it's uh, you know, who grew up watching more TV and mimicking. I don't answer this. The voices they heard on TV. Oh, I have to. I have to give up my right now to ask questions. I mean, I've been living here in the oh, south. Oh, oh, what happened to people's privacy? How about those ladies that are working in the office? What about their privacy? Or the fucking people in there that he was filming. More above the public employees. Let's set them aside. He was talking about privacy. He was invading the privacy of every other person there. HIPAA is the onus is on them to protect that information. Okay. It is on them. I cannot legally violate HIPAA laws. I, I can't. Yet you were doing that by filming them. Area. That's what they need to do. And they started to do that, which is great. Okay, and that's what I'm trying to teach them. Everybody left. Who? As soon as you walked out, the lobby's full now because they were in. You know, why can't this guy be in here? In the blinds, and they told everybody to leave. You know, northeast Arkansas, uh, southern Tennessee, in the next week, so I can beat this asshole to death with a crowbar. But I need to conduct my 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 business. Okay, and I, I mean the I last guy was annoying, but this I, one legit pisses me off. They don't want to answer. I can't badger them. I'm not going to badger them like knocking on the window, and I don't do that stuff. Uh, that's exactly. I'd like to go into did. the accessible area of the building, which is state and city. For what reason? For what reason? He never did give a reason for that I that I can I recall. Told you, I made an appointment. I made an appointment. I need to ask questions. I need to get information. On names and emails. I'm sorry. We need to verify that you made an appointment. I don't know if that's an appointment screen. They said to check in, right? That I have to type it in. That's something that everybody does, right? Check in to they come in. Um, I don't think you need to if you're just asking basic simple questions. If you, if, I don't need an appointment. Like, oh, oh my God, is this good? Yes. Where to God? If explain it to me. This okay. Game was within 500 miles of me. No, no. I, I mean, would. If you guys leave. I'll leave. Mm. A couple questions answered. Some public information. How to do it. Uh, you sign in because the lady's there. The time is money, asshole. Send it to. And no, you're you, wasting you sign. Your time. I'd like to do my own. First business. off, you sign in because they're trying to see as many people as they can in the most efficient way as they can. Hey, you're going to be sucking. That's simply it. 
All right. Oh, uh, and by the way, if this okay. asshole Sergeant, he's in charge. Had a problem signing in. Can you get your hand out of your pocket, please. You just comply. You don't have he's to do that whole window. Th oh, you know, he's asking the cop to take his hand out of his pocket. Got to be one step ahead. Maybe you're just too stupid. No. What's your sex? Did he just say what's your sex? No, no, six. No, you know, five, six, seven. Oh, watch your six. He said, watch your six. Okay. I don't know. I get that. Uh, no. Uh, watch your six means watch your back. I don't have. I parachuted in. He parachuted in. That's what he said. He parachuted in. Wow. So, yeah, that was about 27 minutes long. So, here's the deal on this one now. Stephen, are you ready? Uh, I think my head may explode. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mark Manchon. Um, ah, the Manchon candidate. <laughs> yes, you that did all the filming. Here's the deal. I challenge you to a debate on this show. Because as do I. Uh, yeah, I mean, Stephen, you're a former law enforcement yep. officer. And you cut all the holes in the bullshit right there. I mean, he had I mean, what was his purpose? Did did he need to apply for for uh medical aid? Did he need to apply for food stamps? No. Uh, I can already tell you the first thing he's gonna say when I ask that question is doesn't matter. It's a public building. I can be in there. Or I'm sorry, he's gonna say doesn't matter. It's a public building. I can be in there. So, Mark, by by now, you probably have received the email that I sent. Um, you know, you'll catch the uh, comments on Facebook, whatever. Yes, of course. I, Billy Painter, host of Outlaw Radio, founder of the Bearded Patriots. And, of course, one of many defenders of the U.S. Constitution challenge you to a debate. That being said, I, Stephen James, co-founder of AOW Productions, I don't even care if it's a debate. I want you to have the brass balls that you claim that you have. Come on this show. Come on this network and tell me exactly what it is you're trying to accomplish. Do that. Put forth a comprehensible argument. You don't have to persuade me. Just give me an intelligible argument and I will shut the fuck up about you forever. All right. Well, hey, we are out of time for this segment. Um, but uh, you want to, hey, even uh, you, Mr. Uh, Manchin, uh, you want to talk to Stephen? The number is 732. Yo, bitch. And you are definitely a bitch. Call and leave me a message. <laughs> Call into one of our shows, any yes. of them. Hey, like I said, we'll pre-record it, be, be on Zoom. Um, you want to be anonymous? You don't want you don't want to turn on your camera? That's fine. We don't care. 
anything. You All right. Can... <laughs> All I right. don't hate a lot of people. I hate this man. <laughs> but anyway, it is the holiday season. Stephen, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas to you and yours. And actually, honestly, Merry Christmas to you know Mark's family because I won't wish him a Merry Christmas, but God knows they need one because with a person like that in their family, God knows they're carrying around a lot of shame. <laughs> so if you're listening the uh, on the uh, audio feed, that means we're going to a music break. But other than that, everybody, peace out. Deuces. All right. So once again, hey, uh, Mark Manchin, you heard the challenge. So what do you say? All right. Uh, coming up, we have Royal Bliss. Going to be followed by Jack Perrow. Got Benton Blunt. Dio, yes, Ronnie James Dio. And Cletus T. Judd. Be right back after this. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, do you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth? I just want you wrapped in a bow. Nothing else, nothing more. No more people at my door. Just you naked on my floor. Oh, cause you were all I need You'll be the angel for my tree I just want you For Christmas I just want you wrapped in a bow Nothing else, nothing more No more people at my door Just you
Merry Christmas, one and all! I really hate doing holiday specials of any kind, but frankly, I'm pissed off at all the neo-yuppie scumbags hell-bent on removing the Christmas spirit from the Christmas season. Every year around the holiday, some jack-off has to go complaining to some court about how he hates Christmas and how there's some manger scene with baby Jesus offending him at some local school. Well, who the fuck cares? If someone decides to toss a baby Jesus on the front lawn during the holiday, what's the fucking problem? And that's another thing. You know how public schools used to have Christmas plays and shit like that? They don't do that anymore! And if they do, they remove all the songs that have any reference to religion in them. No Silent Night, no Joy to the World, and no fucking Little Drummer Bastard. These are the same type of institutions that tell you to be tolerant of everyone else's beliefs, but try to beat every hint of good old Saint Nick out of Christmas. How can anyone be offended by a fat guy who gives out free stuff? What? Are we all pissed at Santa because he's fat and happy and perfectly content with his image? It's like all these neo-yuppies want to give him an inferiority complex and put him on a fucking Fatkins diet. And that's why I like Santa. Because he's a fat bastard, works one day a year, is actually happy, and eats all the cookies he wants. He rewards the good and punishes the guilty. Kind of like the vigilante with gifts. <laughs> And just so you know where I'm coming from, I'm not one of these preachy religious fanatics, I don't go to church, and I couldn't care less about humanity's issues with the various gods they worship. I just want Christmas to be Christmas, without some fucking jackass telling me not to sing Christmas songs because it has religious overtones. Leave the Christmas folk alone. This the season to shut the fuck up and stop being a whining little bitch. Stop ruining the holidays, you neo-yuppie scumbag! Or I'll beat you with a baby Jesus. So, Merry Christmas, one and all, and I don't care who says what. Believe in the power of Santa, or get nothing. <laughs> you're gonna get coal in your stocking, cause you're yuppie scum. Just means more gifts for me. Keep pissing Santa off. Wat ik wil even kerstvies is een goed feetje Met de plank aan die einde wat zij te blarry mij Een kar met suspension en zwart in de vensters En een boot vol speakers met de sap in die centen Wel voor Mr. Christmas zei hij moet bij mij kon klop Niks melk en koekjes en het een lekker stuiver dop Een lekker woord braai vlees met perro braai saus En ruil vir gouwe tannen en my Christmas koos Een fortuin vol brannas en een swimbad vol kook Een kamer vol chocolates en een boot vol smokes Een lekker groot TV en a Playstation 3 A Xbox 360 And a Nintendo Wii Rau my beepens With a six pack My golfer A mug Laat jezelf punchen Met my omflirt Ek was soet gewees Jou jaar vrou My maas Rau my flat Vir a huis Met a fully stock bar Jack Battle, bro! 
Gee my gammon, gee my bout, gee my Christmas koek Maak my arms bietje sterker en my side step goed Maak my bankrekening vetter en my golf swing grijp Maak my vrienden gelukkig en my vijanden spijt Gee my net goeie tye in die nieuwe jaar wat kom En maak my fans net louder en my kritiek stom Gee my sakke voorringe en een peegal kijn Gee my a diamond wat jy moet oplig met a kruin Maak my jaar vol toere en my leven vol vaak Sit kom wijn in my glas en stuiks in my paan Gee my a icy by die see in a boekie op a dam Laat die fake beats drop in die bultong hang Maak my leven vol sunshine en klomp lekker songs Maak die good times langer en die tough times gone So merry blarry Christmas en happy happy times Met sakke vol persente en dik goeie vibes Crazy. 
to dry out from the drinks and drugs we've done throughout the year. We've got junkies and crackheads, coke veins and tweakers too. And lots of alcoholics and one guy who sniffs glue. It's Christmas in rehab. We've made a Christmas list of all the things we want to tell our staff psychiatrist. We know drinking and drugging have made our minds impaired. And everybody knows we're here because we ain't all there. We're all feeling merry because we're clean and dry. And this is our first Christmas when we ain't drunk or high. It's Christmas in rehab. We've started our own band. Ira Dane on bass and on guitar is Keith Urban. Billy Currington, Joe Nichols put Mandy on a bummer. But she cheered up when she found out Cletus teased their drummer. Give me, give me them drumsticks. Hang on. Hey, there we go. Tom Tom. Bass drum. Kick plate. Never mind. We smoke lots of cigarettes and drink strong coffee too. To make up for the other things we used to love to do. I'm on Santa's list because I've been here more than twice. I know I've been naughty, but I'm trying to be nice. We're all feeling merry because we're clean and dry. And this is our first Christmas when we ain't drunk or high. It's Christmas in rehab. We're going to achieve emotional sobriety or they won't let us leave. It's Christmas in rehab. We're full of Christmas cheer. And we know if we relapse, we'll be back again next year. You may have tried. There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your hunter athletic gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, hunter athletic gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection and speed battle after battle hunter athletic gear is the brand celebrating your victory hunter athletic gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies including compression pants fight shorts hoodies vests caps and bikinis they can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business visit their website at hunterathletic.myshopify.com gear up and let's train what news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. 
take back your voice, take back our media, but most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four hour uninterrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people. Independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at caravantomidnight.com. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is the Second Amendment of the United States of America's Constitution. This Second Amendment, the right of law-abiding Americans to privately own and possess firearms, is under attack like no other time in America's history. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have pledged to take away your Second Amendment rights through gun bans, gun confiscations, and government regulations. Even a gun tax. Do not take this lying down. The time to take action and fight to protect your Second Amendment rights is now. Join the Second Amendment Foundation, the oldest and largest nonprofit foundation focused on protecting your Second Amendment rights. For more information, to join or to donate, visit saf.org. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Cancel culture has not only affected myself and MyPillow, but also millions of you out there. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you for all your support. At MyPillow, we have hundreds of products now, including my new slippers, bathrobes, sleepwear, and my new beds. We are offering the best products ever for the best prices ever. Mike Lindell is a true patriot who loves America, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code OUTLAW for all Mike's great discounts. Or call 1-800-652-3982. And remember to use promo code OUTLAW. And now a message for the men. Listen up, guys. Fact. As we men age, our IGF-1 growth factor levels decrease, which can lead to gradual deterioration of energy, muscle growth, and immune function. From Neutronics Labs comes a line of health supplements that make men men again. Deer Antler Velvet. Listen. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet contains the most concentrated source of widely diversified nutrition found in the plant or animal kingdom. Choose from Neutronics Labs liposome spray products. From the Ultra 10,000 Nanograms Package to the Platinum 300,000 Nanograms Package. They're also specially formulated supplements for joint pain relief, more energy, better stamina, better natural sleep, stress relief, and weight loss. For more information about these amazing products, visit keys2life.shop. That's K-E-Y-S, the number two, life.shop. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet Supplements from Neutronics Labs. Making men, men again. Yo, baby, you've had your ass only by fat man in an overcoat? Fuck the shit. Fuck the fucking shit. Fuck shit. You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. Fuck shit. The shit. Fuck shit.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and Neutronics IGF-1, Making Men, Men Again. The songs you just heard, you just heard Cletus D. Judd with Christmas and Rehab. Before that, Ronnie James Dio with God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. Before that, Benton Blunt with Oh Holy Night. Before that, Jack Perrow with Merry Christmas. And starting off the whole set, Royal Bliss with I Just Want You for Christmas. All right. It's time for Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk with Philip T. Blackman. Or excuse me, Philip D. Blackman. All right. Here we go. Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. I just want to tell you that America is the greatest place on earth. We will make America great again. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We the people are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go and by what route and how fast. Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk starts now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Christmas edition of Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. I am joined, of course, by Philip D. Blackman, one of our brothers in the Bearded Patriots. And uh, we're going to talk about Christmas on deployment. Now, as anybody who's anybody knows, not everybody gets to go home and st- uh, for the holidays and spend time for their with their families, they're uh, they're stuck overseas or uh, they they could be stuck at the base on duty. Uh, however, it may be. But uh, Philip, you have experienced this twice in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so to, let's let's go through talk about the pros and cons of uh, spending Christmas while on deployment. Um, you know, I think the, I think the biggest pro, uh, if I had to choose one would be certainly, um, well, you don't have to worry about buying Christmas presents, right? Because you know, you're, you're way off in a foreign land and they're off in a, you know, back home. So the biggest pro is, I guess it's cheaper because, you know, you don't have to be dragging around going to all these family gatherings. Um, I think that's about it. That's the only pro that I would have. Uh, you do. From what I understand, somebody told me though you do get big meals, though, even even on deployment. Well, that is true. All right. So the <clears throat> the holiday feast, the Thanksgivings and the Christmases, they're always great uh, for a lot of people, you know, because they they do really go they, they go all in. They give them, you know, like everything's non alcoholic champagne, non alcoholic beer, you know, for for what it is. But for someone like me who is uh, so what they'll do for, for, uh, to go to the chow hall is the, the command will say, Hey, we're going to get, because there's a, to keep troops from, because there are troops who will go through the chow line, get their food and then go back through and get seconds to take them back to their hooch. Well, in, in cases where you don't have a lot of food, where they only want to make sure that everybody eats once they give you a ticket. Well, if you're someone like me who didn't belong to a big organization like 82nd or 101, I was a support element. So we weren't really included into that count. My very first Christmas, they, they wouldn't even let us eat dinner. And we were the bomb response. We were the bomb guys uh, for that base. And they wouldn't even let us eat dinner. We had to actually fight for it. But, we, you know, we got it. But that's yeah, a mess. <laughs> yes, yes. And 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 both times uh, you had to spend Christmas on deployment, you were overseas, correct? 
Yeah, I was in Iraq. Uh, I was at uh, Al Assad Air Base uh, my first Christmas uh, in two thousand in two thousand four, and then I was in Mosul, uh, which is a uh, Fob Diamondback. Uh, that was uh, in Mosul, Iraq. That was in two thousand uh, two thousand five. Now, uh, just I just got to ask this part too. Uh, you know, since uh, they're north of the. Um, equator but not not too far north i know that um still there uh the seasons kind of align with us that's north that's uh north you know otherwise you know you go you go to places south of the equator right now and it's summertime mm -hmm. or or late spring but um you know places like iraq saudi arabia iran and the middle east and all all that that are known for uh for some uh nice hot temperatures uh Around December, how is it over there? It is un. It is so cold it's disrespectful, right? <laughs> because there's wind. You know, besides it being cold, you know, there's nothing to break the wind. It's flat, flat terrain. Or if you're in the cities, uh, man, that and you're on the roads, the wind just funnels right down those roads. So, man, it is unbelievably cold. You know, a lot of people don't get that too. Even when I when I lived in Las Vegas, they think it's hot all year round. And I lived five years in Las Vegas. And I'm going to tell you that the first winter I was in Las Vegas, it snowed. And it does get cold there. It will rain once in a while. And, uh, you know, it's it's the desert. You know, the desert does get cold in the wintertime. And I, I'm quite sure even occasionally uh, the Sahara Desert gets a, gets a thin layer of snow once every 20, 30 years. Oh, yeah. You, you bet they do. Um, but, you know, there was, <clears throat> let's see, I was there, uh, I was on a sister mission with, um, you know, we were on the pursuit for uh, Saddam Hussein. I can't remember what month that was. But this this was at a time at this, you know, really at the start of the deployment, if you will, or the start of the, the whole war on terror for Operation uh, Iraqi Freedom. You know, we didn't where we were where we were located at the time. We were in tents. Uh, some of us slept on top of our trucks. Some of us tried to sleep in our trucks or under tanks or we would even dig. Uh, we dig our own foxhole where I'd say you dig your own grave, you know, three by six and a half or however tall you are by three feet deep. That way you can, you know, you can lay in there and not get shot at, not get tripped over, not get run over, you know, because, you know, you've kind of made your own thing. I remember waking up one morning or uh, the morning on, on one of our raids and Billy, we had, I had snow from head to toe. You know, that's a, that's a irritating way to get woken up. Um, you're, you're frozen, you're in a frozen ground and then you got snow on top of your face. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it's, it gets pretty brutal over there. And th so this happened in, in Iraq. Oh yeah. 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 yeah so you got to remember, you know, for our troops that were up in Afghanistan, uh, when, you know, in the mountains of Afghanistan, those, those warriors were, were also, you know, trudging through snow. So, I mean, hell yeah, it gets cold. I mean, it gets cold just like it does anywhere else. It snows just like everywhere else. Yeah. I just don't get it. Uh, you know, people think, you know, Las Vegas, Middle East, Mexico, yeah. whatever, you know, they think, uh, they think just because it, it's blistering hot in the spring and summertime that that's the way it is all year round. And I, I mean, you and I can both say that ain't, that that ain't so. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, even Las Vegas what, uh, was shortly after the holidays. It dropped one night to what, 20, 22 below or not below zero above zero, but 
still that that wasn't very pleasant. I had to work outside in it. Jesus. Yeah, that's the, you know, and it's hard, you know, because you know, you got a job to do, you have a mission to do. Um, and you know, because not only is it cold and wet or is cold and sometimes snow, but it's also the rainy season. So uh, man, everything is muddy, everything is cold, you're frozen, and then you're still trying to keep your mind on a mission. Yes. Um, you know, it is uh man, it is it is definitely a challenge. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done, especially serving uh during the holidays, not because of the holidays, but just the time of the year was just horrible to be a warfighter. Yes, yes, I can I can only imagine that too. Of course, uh, just imagine how it was for our soldiers in the Civil War during the winter time. Oh Jesus, no! Or, or the or the rev. In fact, uh, this is what I read about the uh, the Revolutionary War. Um, there there were some soldiers that uh, didn't have shoes, and they and they'd march barefoot in the summertime. But when wintertime came around, they had to find extra cloth to wrap wrap around their feet. Oh yeah, I mean they had hobbit feet, right? The, the bottoms of their feet was just a solid callus, but even still walking, you know, humping through the, through the woods and the, and the rough Rocky terrain, especially when you get up around the mountains, uh, mountainous regions. Oh yeah. It tore their feet up. Yeah. yeah um, uh, you gotta, you're going to be a soldier. I think uh, you're, you're going to need shoes and I don't oh, yeah. care. I don't care if you're a, a Roman soldier or Spartan or you put uh, something on the bottom of your feet. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but any, anyway, so uh, talking about uh, being being on deployment during the holidays, um, uh, especially you got you got a wife, you got a son, or um, you know, yep. even you got to miss mom, dad, aunt, and uncle, and all that. But uh, God, that has to be some of the hardest times uh, to serve. You know, you know, I, I I make a joke and say, hey, the best, you know, the pro is uh, is no Christmas presents, but at, at the same time, it's also a kind, right? You know, it, it is a, it is because you know the Christmas time we always think of, you know friends, family, fellowship, food, you know, just to get together, and yeah, you you have your your brothers and sisters that you're serving with uh, downrange that you know it, at least you know someone where you are, but it's not the same, and and, and you know when you when you when you talk to your family back home, uh, and, and you know you hear nieces and nephews, bo- uh, daughters and sons, uh, opening presents, you know, over the telephone or or maybe through, uh, I think at the time for us it was Yahoo Instant Messenger where we could do the webcam. This is before Zoom and everything came out, and so you you know, it, it, you're it, it's bittersweet because like it, it's bitter because you can't be there to to see it, but it's sweet because you can still see it, you know, but you just can't. You can't get the hugs and all the other stuff that you would that you would normally. So I mean, yeah, that makes it really hard. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, obviously, you say that uh, you know you can't you can't really buy presents or anything like that, or you don't have to go through the uh, irritation of doing so. But uh, for what I heard too, I mean, I guess depending where you are, um, there. Uh, that you know, there's like Secret Santa and things like that among the soldiers too. Stay. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, one of the one of the things we used to do uh, is we would, um, you, you know, let's not let's not make it a, a mistake to believe that troops weren't drinking over there. Right? There were there were people that were drinking and and smoking whatever they could get their hands on. Uh, so yeah, th- we would do that. You know, kind of amongst each other. Um, you know, like 
I remember, I remember one of my brothers, man, we, we gifted each other, um, you know, when we both unwrapped it, it was the same thing. We both bought each other a bottle of Jack Daniels. Right. And, you know, it was just, I mean, those, and it was the, it was the best Jack Daniels we'd ever had. Right. Because it was just that it was the moment, you know, it was, it, well, this is my Christmas gift, you know, and I don't know that, that puts a little special on it, but, but it's still just nothing replaces that family, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I can imagine like exchanging gifts and things like that would be easier. Say you were stationed yeah. somewhere like Tokyo, where where an American can basically roam around and now go go to a local store. Of course, Tokyo being the biggest city in the world, so take your pick. Yeah. Um. You know, but uh, you know, you can't really you can't really go into Baghdad and do that. Well, you'd be surprised, right? So, um, on, on most of the large mili military bases, they would have, uh, the shop at, or, or the, uh, the PX, you know, which is, it was the exchange where, you know, man, that you could, it worked. I mean, it was like a, a gas station or I don't know if you've ever been into a Bucky's or something like that. I mean, they have, you can go in there, you can get Cokes and candy and food like you would a convenience store, but then you can. They even have the bases started getting so big where people, troops could go and they could buy TVs, they could buy PlayStations, they could buy video game consoles, they could buy computers. And then besides all the stuff that's given to you or this, that, that's there for you to purchase, we usually have a um, <clears throat> an, an area where the local populace, right? So you'll have, you'll have uh, Haji come in selling shawarma, you'll have them coming in selling prayer rugs or um hookahs you know so i mean there there is stuff for you to buy if you want to you know buy souvenirs and things like that either to send home to your folks or or to take home for yourself so there there is the the spirit of you know we were booze hounds so we gave whiskey but i'm sure there there uh there are people that you know bought stuff like prayer rugs and hookahs because i mean that, there's only one place you can get something like that and it is right there <laughs> yes in fact, yeah, I've got a couple of uh, Egyptian hookahs myself. And I, when I say e Egyptian, that's exactly what I mean. That's where yeah. they were made was Egypt. Right. Yeah. I haven't used them in a long time. Though. <laughs> ah, well, hey, I'm, I'm getting older, Billy. I got to I got to I got to take care of myself. So I pretty much quit all that bad stuff. Yeah. Well, and I'm a little bit older than you. So. Right. Yeah. I've earned uh, more gray, though. Yeah. Um. So, so the, the whole time, uh, like I say, your deploy, your deployment during the holidays was, was in the middle East, but, uh, mm -hmm. through, throughout your time in the military too, I, I have to assume you, you've also went elsewhere in the world. Oh my God. I've, I've been on every continent to include, to include Antarctica. Uh, I've been, I've been in every state in the United States and I've been, geez, 30, 40 different countries. So yeah, I've been around. I've I've been, uh, with the exception of Alaska and Hawaii, I've I haven't been to uh, Maine, Florida, or Louisiana. Well, you know, working working as a uh, as the uh, explosive ordnance disposal team, working as the the bomb squad of the Secret Service, man, they reach out to us a lot. You know, if they're if uh, if the president, vice president, first family, uh, any foreign dignitary, anybody that we deem to be a very important person. They're like, hey, they're, uh, you know, Cheney's going to North Dakota or Pierre, South Dakota. He wants to do bird hunting over the over Christmas. We need a team. So then, you know, then not only do you have your your um, 
your, your wartime side of it. But you like in our case, there were, I, I spent a, uh, I spent a Thanksgiving away from my family uh, because I was out protecting pre- uh, vice president Cheney. So yeah, it's, it's always there. Oh, that's, that's quite interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so anywhere, um, and, and that's why, you know, I've got this picture of me and president Bush, um, and we, we got to become really good friends over, you know, over the years, you know, because everywhere that he went, he saw me and, you know, at six foot five, 260 pounds, you know, I'm kind of a hard guy to miss. And, yeah, uh, and, you know, he, he just, he approached me one day, you know, and he heard my accent and it was just kind of one of those things where, you know, oh, fellow Texas boy, here we go. You know, and it was, um, it was really cool, but, but, but yeah, I mean, we, I have, I've met so many different foreign leaders and prime ministers and presidents from so many different countries. Um, because that is, that is part of our peacetime mission our, my career field didn't ever get a day off. Yes. Yes. Now, aside from that too, uh, did you, uh, get to witness how, like, especially over in Iraq, how, how they celebrate the holidays and yeah, they didn't really, um, as far as like what we do, as far as Christmas, um, yeah, that didn't really happen. Um, the, the biggest thing that, that, that I've, that I've seen as far as the, the holidays that matter, uh, of course is, uh, Ramadan, you know, that's a, you know, it's a, it's an unbelievably long time where they, they don't eat or drink anything during the day and then they party their ass off at night. So, um, but you know, it's, that's about as much of the, the, um, the holiday experience that I got out of, out of, uh, out of Iraq was Ramadan. <laughs> now, it, you know, I got, I got to, cannot, cannot leave this out too, but, uh, when I lived in Pennsylvania and the holidays came about and the Amish people decided to come into the city to sell some of their goods. And, uh, they explained to me the whole thing about the faceless dolls that they were uh, selling mm-hmm. and, oh man, they were expensive too. But uh, I guess, they, yeah, they have, you know, little girls always plays play with dolls, even in the Amish community. But oh, yeah. in the o- Amish community, the dolls are faceless toward otherwise uh, evil spirits will go into the doll if they put a face on them. Well, I'm going to tell you, I've seen them. Uh, I, when I was uh, I was stationed <laughs> up at Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which is, you know, yeah. Amish country. And I saw I was, it, it, it was it was quite alarming. If you've never seen it before, um, man, prepare yourself. If, if you see a little Amish girl, if you see that doll, just prepare yourself. It's kind of spooky. It is just looking at the doll alone with no face is, is creepy. But, to you know, in their custom, a doll with a face is creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So and hell, I, think, I think the I think the dolls with the face are, are, are creepy just as well with their their eyes. And oh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm a dad. Uh, well, I do have a I do have a picture of my little sister uh, on. It was this was on Christmas Day too, and yeah, she wasn't even. She was only about four months old, and uh you remember a doll called My Buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they had the the what the 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 boy version was My Buddy, and the girl version was Kid Sister, right? Well, I took a picture of her right by this doll and this this doll of course that my buddy doll was probably twice the size of her <laughs> and what's even scare, scarier is the, the thing looks exactly like chucky oh jesus yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh that is a picture to share that that would be that would be a a christmas card right there yeah 
Uh, she's just looking up at it. She didn't seem to be scared of it or anything, but uh, yeah, it. <laughs> I I took the picture because, the, like I said, the doll was at least twice the size of her at the time. Man, you're you're showing your age when you bring up, you know, good lord, my buddy. Yeah, I, oh, I can, I can remember because I used to go home for, uh, from school and before I did my homework, and there was always those after school cartoons like yep. Transformers and GI Joes and He Man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, man, the good times. Yeah, great times. Yeah, and I, God, I. Not, I can I can remember a lot of the commercials from that time too. Yeah, because yeah, they all had the catchy t- the catchy jingles, right? When you said "my buddy," that the the the, the commercial song immediately jumped in my head. Oh yeah. Even even you know what thirty forty years later. And, and then of course, uh, all all the time my allowance was spent at uh, Toys R Us buying uh, whatever I could from these cartoons. From- yeah. G.I. Joe's Transformers, you name it. Yeah, it was all more into model cars for me. Yeah. Oh, I like my G.I. Joe's uh, part of the reason because I always had to assemble them. <laughs> yeah, I got a, believe it or not, we actually have a G.I. I got a, I got a G.I. Joe right here in my room and it's a, it's a, it's a EOD tech, right? They, they actually made a, 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 a G.I. Joe based off the U.S. Army bomb squad and it even comes with, together with a, with a uh, a bomb that will explode if you don't disarm it properly or in or in time. Interesting. To, uh, I remember too. Uh, uh, troops on deployment in Iraq, and who came to see them? None other than Bob Hope. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We you know we had a lot of celebrities. Um, but you know, again, I was the guy who was their security. <clears throat> But as far as getting to, you know, like the very first year that the WWF at the time, or it might have been WWE, uh, the very first time they came to Baghdad, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, The Rock, and, you know, all those guys, uh, and they did their very first tribute to the troops, what, 20 years ago? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, I can't believe it's been that long uh, since I've been there. All right, so, um, you know, we, we were the security element. We, we brought them in, you know, we checked everything to make sure there was nothing explosive going in or going out. And yeah, so we always had some kind of celebrity coming over and it was kind of cool. But like, ah, this dickhead again. Right. But there, there were a lot of, uh, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders came over, um, uh, several country music stars, a lot of wrestlers, um, football players. That was, uh, that was always kind of the cool part because it was a morale booster, right. To, to go around and, and, you know, these guys that, that people idolized, you know, these athletes that, you know, these athletes in turn are just unbelievably gracious and kind, you know, kind of kind of makes home not feel so far away, I guess. That was Sergeant Slaughter, one of them. You I know, just, I don't think I don't think Sergeant Slaughter made it. Uh, no, he made it to the second time. It was the second time they came through. He he came out uh, as a just as a WWE ambassador. He wasn't. He wasn't wearing his Marine Corps uniform or anything like that, you know, his, his wrestling attire, but, uh, he was, he was definitely treated like royalty because he was a non-commissioned officer in the Marine Corps. So, you know, he was one of us. So we, we definitely, uh, I, I say we not as in me, but we, as a military community, we, we definitely made him feel special. Oh uh, yeah. But, uh, still can't be forgotten how he decided to, uh, go Republican guard when he, uh, was against Hulk Hogan. Right. Right. <laughs> But uh, all I don't, huh? All for a storyline. 
yeah. It, it pissed me off at the time, but I didn't understand it. So Right. You know, because uh, <laughs> Saddam was evil. We didn't want him that. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, I, I, do, I do have to ask this, too, since the, the time you spent in Iraq and all that, and after uh, Saddam Hussein was hanged in uh, 2004, I, I was that before that was before you uh, you joined, correct? No, actually, um, no, I was there. Uh, when we when the <clears throat> all right, so I was talking earlier about waking up with snow on the face. Yeah, we had, oper we had Operation Red Dawn, um, and then Operation Blue Sky. Red Dawn was the the uh, the operation I was on, which is in the town of Rawa, which is about fifty miles uh, southwest of of Tikrit. And then we had a simultaneous invasion going on there in Tikrit. We were looking for Saddam. You know, we didn't know that was our mission. We just, we were told we had a high profile target that we were trying to take down. We assumed it was Saddam, wasn't sure. Um, so I was there when, and I remember <clears throat> when, when we came back in, you know, we was all defeated and tired and just worn out. Uh, Cause it was a solid 60 hour mission, you know, go, driving out there, doing nonstop missions and then driving back. And, you know, it was when we got back, I remember they, they, the commander, the, the colonel, he, he called us all into this, to our day room and we're all sitting around a TV about the size of your, probably your computer monitor. And we saw the same announcement at the same time that y'all did back in the States. So ladies and gentlemen, we got him right. And they showed that hairy bastard, you know, getting, so I was there for that. And I was also there, uh, when, when they found him guilty of his war crimes. And I was, I was also in theater when we hung him. So. I was I was very lucky oh my in its own way. So and then I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you those those made for some real uh, those made for some really interesting days uh, when he was found guilty when uh, when we captured him it was it was unbelievable how kind people were. We didn't really get a lot of uh, we didn't really get a lot of crap happen. But when when that when they found him guilty that's probably one of the worst days in my military life right there. Um, as bad as it got out there on the streets of, uh, of Mosul. And then when we found him, when we hung him or when they hung him, that was, that was another rough one. That's what I was about to ask too. Was, uh, was it like, uh, the atmosphere and everything uh, completely changed the day Saddam Hussein was captured and finally gone? You know, all right. So the, when they, uh, before we found him, um, you know, I mean, the, the, the cities were, they were running, they were doing what they were, you know, they were alive, but. It was when the, all right. So when we announced that we captured him, we went out, we had to go out on, and run missions the next day and we didn't know what to expect. We expected the worst, honestly. Um, but when we first rolled into the town of hit, um, which is right outside of, uh, Al Assad air base. And, and we were, that, that place was notorious. Uh, we, we were going to get attacked anytime you run through there because they had a nice little busy roundabout where four roads would come in and that was the city center. And that's where you're going to get in trouble. And when we came through, Man, everybody was you you seen people with businesses on the side of the road, you seen people waving and smiling and in USA it was really weird. You know, cuz you, you know, this this whole time has been nothing but nightmares and then we capture him and the the people just come out of the woodworks and and they're very celebratory. So when they found him guilty, we kind of expected the same thing and we got the polar opposite. Uh man, there was a lot of protest, a lot of uh there was a lot of people shot on that day. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Well, on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now that uh, now I'll never forget uh, the day that uh, Desert Storm was over, and I saw all those happy kids in the streets of Kuwait. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they you know because I got to meet a lot of people who were victims of the Hussein regime. You know, the tortures and and you know family members being killed. So I mean, you you saw I mean just how 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 tyrannical he was, how much he had that place locked down. And they never stepped out of line the whole time that he was on the run. They, we couldn't find him. They never stepped out of line because they never knew when Saddam would pop up or where. And but man, when they announced that we got him, geez, it was like a, it was like a collective sigh of relief in Iraq uh, on that day. You know that that very next morning, uh, it was it was a collective sigh of relief. There was a lot of celebration going on in the streets. Yeah, I guess one of his one of his torture methods too is uh, he. He'd tie it to a chair. His people would tie it to a chair and take your hand and pull up, take a pair of pliers to each one of your fingernails one at a time. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I, I've seen him. I've seen people that had their Achilles tendon cut on 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 either the right or the left foot. Um, I, I've met uh, amputees uh, who you know lost their their leg because who that was a punishment. Um, yeah, Saddam Hussein was a very, very brutal guy. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, but uh, so, uh, so let let me ask you. I mean, what what were would you say were the very best of best times uh, when when it when it comes to uh, de deployment during the holidays? Yeah, I think the best time uh, for deployment during the holidays is, <clears throat> you know, the, the Department of Defense, the United States government does a really good job of, of really trying to church everything up, right? They try to make, they really go out of their way to make it feel really special, right? Where it doesn't feel so far away, you know? Um, I, I think the best, that the, the absolute best, if if there was a best of, of uh of being deployed is you know of course sitting down as a family you know as a unit you know we that was a day that we always made sure because we would all go to eat chow at different times but on those holidays we went as one unit right as one organization we sat down at our big table and we ate together and we left together and then we go back and you know our commander he'd all or our first sergeant would you know he'd have a movie on a projector or he'd you know he'd have beer and he'd say all right hey guys so here's a three beard limit. You know, this is all y'all can have. And, you know, and if, if, if they would have found out if our, if they would have found out our command did that for us, that they would have been crucified. But I think that was the best part of being deployed, you know, for, for the holidays is, you know, they, they kind of bent the rules a little bit to where you didn't feel so far away from home and you got to just feel like a regular person for a minute, just to drink a beer, you know, on, on a holiday and know you're not going to get in trouble for it, man, that is Hands down, that has got to be the best. Now, so uh, somebody, somebody else that I know, um, he he basically retired a, a five star general, but he he said uh, because he was in such high rank, he was busy all the time, mm. like almost almost he barely had time to sleep. Yeah, so no, around around the holidays is when he uh, got to sit down and play a nice game of chess for a change. Nice, 
Yeah. I mean, you know, there's people that do all kinds, you know, like, I mean, I had a buddy that was there. He had a BB gun, you know, that he would, he would go out there and just shoot targets, you know, not target practice like he's war fighting, but just as something he did as a kid, right. He just shooting a BB gun. I had another one who would hit golf balls, you know, off, off the roof of our compound. I mean, there's all kinds of things that we take for granted, right? I mean, that general, you know, he, he didn't have time to enjoy a simple game of chess. Well, you didn't have a time to enjoy a simple game of spades or, yeah, I mean, those little things, you, you really try to take those moments because, you know, for being what it is, it is Christmas and you, you better make the best of it because you don't know if you're going to get another one. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Philip, that's all the time we have for this segment. Of course, if you're listening on the audio uh, feed, uh, that means we're going to a music set. But uh, before we do so, uh, Philip, go ahead and uh, give yourself a plug. Once again, I know that uh, the Philip D. Blackman show is a bit on hiatus for the holidays, but uh, yeah. still go ahead. Yeah. Hey, thank you. First and foremost, uh, Billy, for, for letting me come on. Uh, it's always fun to sit down and, and shoot the shit with you. But yeah, guys, yeah. So, uh, starting back on the, on the first, we're taking a, we're taking a, just a break for the holidays. You know, that's my Christmas present to myself, but every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at five o'clock PM central standard time, AOW radio network, IPM nation, about base radio, pulse talk radio, uh, all across all social media platforms every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at five o'clock PM central standard time. Um, we're going to try to shake it up as, as we come into the new year. So I, I'm really excited to, uh, to see where we go and hopefully you'll join me. And things are happening. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, they are. Yep. All right. Well, Philippe, thank you so much for your time. Merry Christmas to you. And, uh, yes, salute. Take care, brother. All right. There you have the discussion with, of course, one of our brothers in the Bearded Patriots, Philip D. Blackman. Time to go to the next music set. Coming up, we got Breathing Theory. Going to be followed by Derwood Douche. We got Orion's Rain. Bree Bagwell and MC Lars. Be right back after this. How dare you and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask, Do you mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan.
Christmas, there's a perpetual routine of whiny bitches complaining about the religious overtones of the holiday season. Every year, some wet fart has to shit all over everyone's festive mood in the guise of being politically correct. They change lyrics to songs, hide the crosses, mangers, angels, and pretty much gut anything religious from the holidays. Well, I'm not religious, so I don't think I should be subjected to manger scenes and baby Jesuses all over people's lawns. Really? Is a small child being born on Christmas Day in a manger really bothering you that much? Is your life so boring and problem-free that seeing a ceramic statue of a religious icon just fucks up your whole month? Try upping your dose, dude, and get over it. Now, personally, I don't care. Fat guy in a red suit, baby deity, flying reindeer, whatever. I'm not religious, so it doesn't matter to me. But, with that being said, I do have a general respect for all people and their beliefs, and think everyone should be allowed to celebrate their religious holidays how they see fit. For a society who claims to be so politically correct and culturally sensitive, y'all don't seem to have too much trouble feeding the beliefs out of a yearly holiday held dear to a particular group of people. And did you know, a lot of people who celebrate Christmas are of Latino descent? That's right, oh high and mighty PC-minded prick! Many different races, including that buzzword, minorities, celebrate these holidays. So, guess what? You're not just attacking white people, it's Spanish, Mexican, Black, Italian, Irish, and probably any race you can think of, all celebrate Christmas! So, by being anti-Christmas, you're essentially being culturally intolerant. And that makes you a fucking racist! So suck on that, you politically correct dick pimple! If you're anti-Christmas, you're a culturally insensitive racist! So, regardless of religious beliefs, consumerism, or whatever, Christmas should be a time where we all stop being a prick for one day out of the year! Don't complain about someone wishing you a Merry Christmas. Don't worry about the baby Jesus on the lawn. Just embrace the few hours in the year we all somewhat get along. Okay? We can all get back to hating one another on the 1st of January after we all come out of our New Year's induced hangover. Right? So, Merry Christmas, you culturally intolerant racists! Yeah! How's that for PC? Oh, don't like Christmas, you're a racist. Christmas! Ha-ha! The presents are opened and dinner is done. The ball games are over, the other team's won. So if he seems a little out of sorts, already bored with his new Christmas shorts, you can give his spirit a lift with just one more gift. Just a little Christmas blowjob will brighten up his day. Just a little Christmas blowjob will soothe his care away. You'll hear the church bells ringing. He'll grab your bouncing curls and festoon your face till it's dripping with pearls. Just a little Christmas blowjob will wrap up Christmas Just a little Christmas blowjob will brighten up his day. Just a little Christmas blowjob will soothe his care away. You'll mumble. 
Just a little Christmas blowjob will wrap up Christmas Day. We'll wrap up Christmas
and gets you through an awkward conversation. It's like a warm and fuzzy sweater makes the good and bad both better. That's why I bring Rebecca Craig to holiday occasions. Whether you're sitting right next to us or not even in Texas, just pour some in a glass and drink it with us. You're invited, get excited. Everything will be alright if you let this be a real see Christmas. You've never known a stranger when you're drinking Texas Ranger. Even your crazy aunt can become pleasant. You'll forget about the cold and the fact that you're too old for Saint Nick to bring you any presents. Or not even in Texas Just pour some in a glass And drink it with us You're invited, get excited Everything will be alright If you let this be a whiskey Christmas Yeah, girl <laughs> She's sweet, but don't doubt her. Mm. Yeah, she is. Oh, Rebecca. <laughs> Let this be a whiskey Christmas. Now, Brie, you know that Ranger makes us cut up like a new pair of scissors. <laughs> In a magical land, in a magical town Santa and his magic elves are hanging around Building magical toys for girls and boys To deliver to the world and bring Christmas joy The reindeer are snug in their snow-covered stable Well, Santa puts turkey on the dinner table But a mile away, huddled in the snow Gary sits scared as the Arctic winds blow Alone on his own, forgotten and lost Surviving on roots and the permafrost Dreams of joining Santa's team filled Gary's head And he'd walk by the stable when they had all gone to bed He'd tap on the glass, the reindeer would laugh Cunning Gary's self-esteem, painful in half. He was Rudolph's half-brother, unplanned, unwanted. By his father's indiscretions, he would be forever haunted. Gary the Green-Nosed Reindeer, reindeer. was of unexpected birth. But one year he saved Christmas, Christmas, and he proved to them his worth. All of the other reindeer, reindeer. used to laugh and make him cry. They never let poor Gary, Gary fly with them up in the sky. In a big dark castle on the other side of town, Osama Bin Laden was wearing a frown. With a bat on his shoulder, decked in a black cape, he devised a new plan to make America shake. He said, I'll destroy Christmas, here's what I'll do. I'll kidnap poor Rudolph as 9-11 part 2. The West will quake when their holiday is gone. Then I'll rule the world like my name was Exxon. He snuck into the stables so he could steal Rudolph and he left in his jihad mobile. Santa found out the news and he said, oh dear, Rudolph's gone. There will be no Christmas this 
this year. The yells began to cry and the sky turned gray. But Gary heard the sobs walking by that day. He shared Rudolph's DNA and had someone to say. He said, I can guide your sleigh and make everything okay. Santa said, who are you? Gary said, I'm Rudolph's half-brother. You can tell because my nose is green instead of red. Santa said, whatever, just put on this harness. So then one happy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, say, Gary, with your nose so green, won't you guide my Christmas sleigh? Then all the reindeer loved him, loved him, and they shouted out, hooray, hooray. Gary, the green-nosed reindeer, reindeer, thanks for saving Christmas Day. And the toys were delivered across the world, bringing Christmas joy to every boy and girl. Osama was fed up and led Rudolph go, and their brothers reunited in the North Pole snow. Rudolph said, hey, Gary, I'm sorry we laughed and left you forgotten, like President Taft. We know it made you cry, we're sorry we were mean, we'd like you to join our reindeer team. And that is how Christmas got its colors, from the red and green noses of the reindeer brothers. You may see them flying high on Christmas Eve, bringing gifts to little kids like Stacy and Steve, and Dennis and Cindy, and Claire and Louise, PlayStation 2s and Green Day CDs. But not a for Osama as they stay in Espanol, no game keeps in his stocking, now Santa brings him coal. Gary the green-nosed reindeer, reindeer, was of unexpected birth. But one year he saved Christmas, Christmas, and he proved to them his worth. All of the other reindeer, reindeer, used to laugh and make him cry. They never let poor Gary, Gary, fly with them up in the sky. So then one happy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, say, Gary, with your nose so green, won't you guide my Christmas sleigh? Then all the reindeer loved him, loved him, and they shouted out, hooray, hooray. Gary, the green-nosed reindeer, reindeer, thanks for saving Christmas Day. in trouble. Critical race theory, social justice indoctrination, and the sexualization of children have infiltrated our schools and libraries. Leftist organizations and causes are being funded with your tax dollars, and it's happening right here, right now, in Idaho. Our state is at risk of becoming another California. But one organization is working to fix that, save Idaho, and save America. The Idaho Freedom Foundation. For 13 years, the Idaho Freedom Foundation has been fighting for Idaho's future, our families, and our children. Exposing and defeating socialism and taking on the establishment. But now we need your help. Get involved. Learn more about the Idaho Freedom Foundation at IdahoFreedom.org. At some point, you're going to want to consider this. If a national emergency or a natural disaster or even civil unrest should occur, where would you go? Seriously, where? Heading into the sticks with some MREs in a tent might be all right for a week or two, but then what? And who's around you? Who can help you if you need it? 
and how long would you last without the security and comfort of your own home? If you've asked yourself these questions, consider X-Point. Located in the beautiful Black Hills of South Dakota, a limited number of military-grade hardened shelters originally built by the U.S. government, 80 feet long, 26 feet wide, 12 and a half foot ceilings that you can custom build out to your own tastes. X-Point, a nine square mile city of like-minded people who know the best way to deal with a disaster is to distance yourself from it. If you've always wanted a real bug out bunker with the amenities of home, visit TerraVivos.com. T-E-R-R-A-V-I-V-O-S.com. X-Point. X marks your spot. Chaz Mitchell Custom Hats makes and sells custom hats with a Western influence. These hats are not cheesy, one-size-fits-all, except they're not cowboy hat knockoffs. Chaz Mitchell will custom design and build a genuine hat just for you, the way you want it. Chaz will actually measure your head, talk with you about the hat you desire, make it, and deliver it to you. You'll make a statement every time you put on your hat. Originally from Jigs, Nevada, Chaz Mitchell grew up cowboy and alongside his father, Waddy Mitchell. They built their first hats together at a workshop in Elko, Nevada. Chaz recalls his father once telling him, make a hat he would be proud to wear. After years of practice and studying hats and their owners, Chaz knows what makes a good hat maker. It's understanding that a hat doesn't only fit the circumference of the head, but also the personality of the owner. Get in touch with Chaz today, and he'll build you a hat you will be proud to wear. Visit Chaz Hats. That's C-H-A-Z-H-A-T-Z dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliation with We The People Holsters. If you own a handgun, then you know you need the perfect holster to go with it. We The People Holsters are made right here in the USA by gun nerds who are not afraid to support our Second Amendment. Whether you want Kydex or leather, We The People Holsters has just what you need. We The People Holsters is the preferred option of professionals throughout the law enforcement industry, as well as those serving in the branches of the armed forces. Simply go to www.outlawradioabs.com, go to the store section, and click on the We The People Holsters banner to select the holster that's perfect for you. Don't wait. Get your holster from We The People Holsters today. ConcealedCarry.com is your source for firearm education and instruction, an online store of apparel and firearm accessories, and a media outlet for the firearm industry. ConcealedCarry.com offers training, news, information, and products that help and empower American gun owners to be citizens who are prepared and willing to protect the innocent from the criminals, predators, and terrorists that would feed on our communities. Concealed Carry Inc., the organization behind ConcealedCarry.com, has a team of instructors that teach in-person and online firearm training classes across the United States of America. In today's society, everyone is safer and better prepared by obtaining as much education, training, and knowledge as possible. Firearm training is a lifelong pursuit. Get armed with the knowledge you need as a firearms owner. Visit ConcealedCarry.com today. That's ConcealedCarry.com. ConcealedCarry.com. Proudly endorsed by the Bearded Patriots. Outlaw Radio. I'm not in the mood to deal with you today, you stupid asshole! 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 
Welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, gear up, let's train. And Neutronics IGF-1, making men, men again. The songs you just heard, you just heard MC Lars with Gary the Green-Nosed Reindeer. Before that, Bree Bagwell with A Whiskey Christmas, with along with uh, Sarah Hobbs. Then we've got had Orion's Reign with their cover of Trans-Siberian Orchestra's Christmas Cannon Rock featuring Maneva. I think that's how it's pronounced. And before that, Derwood Douche with the Christmas gift, one of the funniest uh, Christmas comedy songs I've heard. And starting off the whole set, Breathing Theory with How Breathing Theory Stole Christmas. All right, time to welcome back the master, Chris Master, and news of the weird. Here we go. This is Outlaw Radio. News of the weird. From the Outlaw Radio newsroom, I am Herschel Walker's sperm that was wasted in the condom. (laughs) 52 weird Christmas gifts guaranteed to make for a nutty Noel. Everything from costumes for guinea pigs to caricature gingerbread houses to kitty litter Christmas ornaments. That sounds like a shitty one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hold on. <laughs> I have to close the door. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Well, Mary Mary doesn't like a lot of cussing, so. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I got smacked earlier for cussing out a driver on the road, so. Uh, hey, I guess they were going to get a um, kitty litter Christmas ornament. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well. Christmas ornament. <laughs> well, uh, anybody have a guinea pig? Yeah, costume for guinea pigs. You said that. What's, what the hell? It, it's a sure. Now, sure, reindeer are a Christmas tradition, but m- most people don't have the room in their homes to keep one. Plus, they aren't exactly known for their hygiene. However, this reindeer costume will help your lovable old guinea pig fill in if Rudolph is too busy to visit this year. It is the guinea pig reindeer costume available at Petco.com. Yes, um, it is. um, And hey, you get 40% off. And it's only five dollars and thirty nine cents. Five dollars and thirty nine cents to Just- to make your guinea pig want to kill itself. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, net. Uh, next. Um, you know it. There, it's a great device for people who want to get close to nature. Really close. It is called the Hum Viewer. What the hell is that? And it's like really close to nature. It's like really close. That's yeah, the way you say it, really close. That's it's kind of something don't sound right about it. 
Well, hummingbirds will see the brightly colored fake flowers that are attached to the thing fly into them and suck out sugar water. Just be prepared for the sounds of birds bumping into your mask. It is a basically a face shield that has these two like um, inverted nipples coming out from it. And it's a hummingbird hummingbird feeder. Okay, after watching the birds, I'm not too comfortable with doing if that. You, now, <clears throat> all you have to do is go to humviewer.com. Humviewer, that's with two M's. They're currently sold out, but new orders will be shipped in approximately eight to ten weeks. And you can get the Humviewer for only $69.95. Purchase includes a plastic shield with adjustable head strap, three flower feeder tubes. Those are the inverted nipple things. Uh, three flower feeder tubes, one nectar bulb, one cleaning brush, three snap-in hole covers, instructions for use in nectar recipe, and cotton bag for storage. Yeah, I'm gonna get right on that. And then if you and if you get your wife that, dudes, you get, next year you can get divorce court. I'll just. If I want a if I want a bird feeder, I'll just go with the traditional. I don't need any. No, not this. Um. So, I um I mentioned charactery gingerbread house earlier. Well, it is a charactery gingerbread house. I misspoke earlier. It's charactery or charcuterie gingerbread house is something like that what i don't know some people like gingerbread houses at christmas while others like charcuterie boards it's hard to please both crowds but this charcuterie version of a gingerbread house manages to do the impossible if you go to ediblearchitecture.com um you can get the deluxe charcuterie chalet set for only one twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> oh, it include, it, here's the here it it includes all materials to build two adorable savory gingerbread houses. Um, I, I and it, it includes all the tool the items included includes two base cake boards, two piping bags, one cheese spreader. One beef salami pack, one uncured pork salami pack, two spreadable cheeses, one smoked Swiss cheese block, one triangle crisp bread crisp crackers pack, um, one rectangle crisp bread crackers box, one flat bread crackers box, one Italian breadsticks box, one pretzel pack, one trail mix pack, one dehydrated oranges pack, one grated Parmesan pack, and one dried rosemary pack. All that crap for one twenty nine ninety five. Mm, yeah, it's a bit pricey, and God, I just—I'll tell you really quick too. My grandmother got a brand new gingerbread house when I was nine years old, and then she had to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. for about an hour and she came home and uh all the gumdrops were picked off of the roof 
Oh, man. I wonder who did that. <laughs> well, um, do you like popcorn? I do like popcorn. Uh, do you have a popcorn maker? No, I just got those bags of popcorn you put in the microwave. All right. Uh, do you like Star Wars? Yes. Uh, before Disney went woke. Yes. Thank you. Uh, well, movie night just got a little better and weirder from sideshow.com. It is the R2D2 popcorn maker for 99.99. This officially licensed hot air popper. Oh, uh, yeah. Popper. I thought it said pooper there for a second is the perfect companion for a star Wars viewing party. Pour in the kernels and watch through the clear top as hot air pops them for a healthy, delicious snack. Meticulous detailing with easy-to-clean removable parts makes this popper a little hero from Uncanny Brands, LLC. Hmm, Star Wars collectors will love that one. Oh, yes. Finally, something that is actually cool. Um, And, all right, so every year we always mention a sweater. Of course. Well, the uh, the point of the of the typical ugly Christmas sweater is to draw eyes to the chest area. Mm-hmm. The point of this sweater is to hold a beer. <laughs> the, the, it is uh, so down near the bottom of the sweater is a Santa stocking design that can hold a beer. Now, you naturally. You look down and you're basically looking at someone's crotch. And uh, in the middle of the shirt, it says, my eyes are up here. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to get it, you can go to tipsyelves.com and you can get the ugly Christmas sweater. The uh, my my eyes are up here Christmas sweater for only eighty nine ninety five. Actually, I've had that uh, said to me uh, while uh, this one chick with really, really big boobs was standing in front of me. <laughs> she said, "She said my my eyes are up here before we started kissing." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, good old days. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, before marriage and before um, medical school. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um oh uh a guitar grip a guitar grip uh it's an act it's a hand shaped in a uh, shaped to grip a guitar mm-hmm. uh there's um oh are you bo- are you tired of those boring wine decanters hmm I don't know. I don't drink wine. Well, birds of a feather stick together, especially when drinking wine poured from a chicken-shaped decanter. Okay. Yeah, if on Amazon.com, you can get it for $89.99. It, and it's, um, this is the title for the listing, okay? Word for word, verbatim. This is not one of our my jokes. Starts off, first word, cock. (laughs) 
chicken decanter, 500 milliliter whiskey and wine decanter set with two whiskey glasses by the wine savant rooster glass decanter for whiskey, scotch, spirits, wine, or vodka for whiskey lovers. And um, the two glasses, the the uh, bottom of it looks like chicken legs. All right. Um, and the Grinch may have stolen Christmas, but Max's dog has stolen our hearts. And now you can, instead of dressing your child up like a little pink bunny, if you go to HalloweenCostumes.com, you could dress your kid up as Max the dog. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now you got me thinking of a Christmas story. Yeah. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, the items are out of stock. Uh, the earliest is April 30th, 2023, but it's only $44.99. But you know what I did get last year, and this is no bullshit. What? Re a Red Rider BB gun. Oh, with a compass in the stock? No. Ah. Uh, but yeah, I, got, I did. <laughs> and a thing that tells time. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, what would Christmas be without poop? Oh, man. What yes, we're, we're at the shitty one, or at least the poop log, a tradition in Spain where children find a log before Christmas and feed it and beat it until after the holiday when it's burned. Then the ashes are used as fertilizer, hence the poop. It may seem complicated, but trust me, Kids love discussing poop almost as much as they love talking about Christmas. Go to the christmaspooplog.com and get it to get it today. Uh it's all the um Christmas poop log activity set bundle is uh 39.95 and the hardback storybook is 15.95. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, do you like Jameson whiskey? I do occasionally like some Jameson whiskey. Do you like a tabletop tree? I don't even know what the hell that is. Well, Jameson Irish whiskey is offering a tabletop tree frame that not only looks stylish, but also tells people your priorities without you saying a word. It's basically like, um, a whiskey holder shaped like a tree. A whiskey holder shaped like a tree. Yeah. Um, if you go to reservebear.com um, All right. I'm trying to get to it to figure out the price because this uh, ad blocker is being a douche canoe. All right. Uh, it's stuck. <laughs> Starting at two hundred and one dollars and ninety nine cents. I don't think so. That uh, uh, sounds nice, but uh, yeah, you got to lower the price, especially during this type of inflation. But uh, but here's one that hookers everywhere would be proud and would bring a 
Here to their eye. Oh, what what would this be? <laughs> Anyone who has ever tried to shop for a person who loves model trains, arson, and prostitution know it can be hard finding the perfect gift. Luckily, this burning brothel, complete with scantily clad people running in fear, hits that challenging trifecta. It's the burning <laughs> brothel model railway set from GageMasterRetail.com. Wow. It's only 185 pounds. I don't know how much that is in dollars, but uh, it's a micro motion burning brothel laser cut hit. Uh, the details for it here. And I had to check it out. Something was getting too hot in the heat of the moment. A fire breaks out in the Joy House. And that really upsets both the girls and their guests. Everyone ran out of the burning building in a panic. Some obviously not even able to save their clothes. Fortunately, nobody is injured in our ideal model world. And everyone gets away with a shock and maybe a smile. LEDs with light effect control are installed in the beautiful villa which imitate the flickering of the fire the kid also includes a sound chip with the excited screams of the ladies a little cotton wool creates a thick smoke um it's um it comes with uh it the model is limited to a thousand pieces a numbered certificate detailed construction and connection instructions and laser cut special adhesive are included. I'm looking at a. I, I got to see a close up of this. Um, yeah, there is. Um, yeah, this. This. Um, yeah, if I got this, I would be getting a divorce. <laughs> no question. Or uh, if you got it for if you got it for Mary, you'd probably be getting your ass a divorce. Uh, uh yeah, definitely. Um. I probably need to get that for uh, the cousinator-in-law because uh, he's a train geek. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, so yeah, you know about you know. Uh, are you a cannabis supporter? I am. You know that. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that was a stupid question. Um, well. You can now get it for your dog and cannabis-themed dog toys. Cannabis-themed dog toys. Okay. Yeah. They, uh, it can be useful visual aids as you explain the difference between a joint, a joint and a bong to Rover. You can get it at BarkBox.com. Uh, excuse me. And, um, okay, it's... Uh, all right, they just took me to their website. I got to join, which I'm not. Um, have you ever wanted to be Santa's helper? Yeah, probably when I was a kid. Well, uh, you would need an outfit for that, and uh, Shinesty now has it. Yes, dressing up as Santa is a nice holiday touch, but to be honest, the suit doesn't really show off your body to its fullest. The Santa's helper's the Santa's helper outfit will tell the world I'm willing to wear strange outfits to celebrate a holiday, but prefer them to be form fitting. Yeah, this no. Um, oh, do you like rye whiskey? Not, not the biggest fan of rye whiskey. 
Well, what if it was in a pig-shaped bottle? Mm, now I'll pass. Well, who was it who said rye whiskey tastes best when poured from a pig's butt? Oh, my one, God. Steady. No one? Not one person? <laughs> oh, well, the bottle is definitely a conversation piece at whistlepigwhiskey.com. You can get rye whiskey in a pig-shaped bottle, and it comes out of a pig's butt. And now I want it even less. <laughs> um, it, I, it, it's, um, uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll pass. Even, yeah. it, and I don't even drink and I'll pass. Um, have you ever wanted to pray to celebrities like, um, to the cast of Shit's Creek? Nope. Well, Sure, you can say a prayer to Jesus or Mary, but why not see if anything happens when you light a prayer candle to the cast of Shit's Creek? That's right, the celebrity prayer candles. Yeah. Um, mm. Do you need a desk lamp? Uh <laughs> I'll take that as a no, but uh at fun.com you can get the Spider-Man desk lamp. Ooh, the Spider-Man desk lamp. Yeah, it, it looks like a street light and hanging from it is a little miniature Spider-Man. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, you could go to fun.com um, also at fun.com, a dog in an ugly Christmas sweater is cute, but when that sweater depicts the age-old battle between Santa and Shark, it becomes transcendent. It's the Santa versus Shark dog sweater. How about we get to some shower thoughts? Oh, yeah, let's get to a few of those. <laughs> yes. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't, we couldn't do this with that part without you, Chris. Oh, shit. I, I tell you, this is one thing that I miss doing on Outlaw Radio Shower Thoughts every week. Yes. But the speed of traffic on busy icy roads is set by the biggest coward. Everyone thinks dad jokes. Dads just don't care anymore. That is not true. That dads is not true. Yeah, dads do care mainly because I hear them all the time at work um let's see the 70s and 80s seem to have quite a run of serial killers either people have mostly stopped serial killing or we've gotten worse at fighting out figuring out when it's happening interesting interesting point <clears throat> uh this there's no reason north is up and south is down Uh, Santa is promoting a work-based doctrine. Um, everyone was once the middle of nowhere. Everywhere was once the middle of nowhere. Sorry. Of course. Uh, Rosa Parks is one of few historical figures that was a regular Joe their whole life. 
Um, let's see here. It's not a tradition if no one enjoys it. It's just you being stubborn. <laughs> uh, the more friendly you are to someone in person, the less friendly you have to be to turn them over to turn. The more friendly you are to someone in person, the less friendly you have to be to them over the phone. Okay. All right. Um, and also, and however, I got to look for the dirty shower thoughts. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Someone somewhere. Uh, and so all of these shower thoughts that I'm about to read are um, have one thing in common. I want you to find out what it is. All right. All right. Someone somewhere. Uh, let me read three first and then you can take a guess at any time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Someone somewhere in the world has nipples that are compatible with Lego bricks. <laughs> okay. Your nipples are the same color as your lips. Cold weather makes nipples and penises do opposite things. Wieners shrink in the cold, but nipples stick out. Ever see a girl with one nipple pierced and wonder if she intended on getting them both done, but after the first one said, nope, fuck that, not going through that twice. Um, most people talk about how being cold makes testicles tighten, but not so much when it happens to breasts. People are more likely to talk about how cold about how the cold makes nipples erect. You can get milk from anything with nipples or nuts. <laughs> Women don't get to experience the feeling of water against their bare nipple like men do at public pools. Not true if you're a nudist, just saying, or if you're in your own pool. Someone had to animate Shrek's chest hair and nipples. A dog enjoying a belly rub is cute and innocent until you remember where a dog's nipples are. <laughs> Cat minions don't have nipples. Minions probably are nipples. <laughs> uh, cats can suck their own nipples. <laughs> Says can dogs. Uh, chip clips seem weak until you put them on your nipples. <laughs> Did you say chip clips? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to try that. Uh, you always see girls with big nipples, but you never see a guy with big nipples that cover his whole chest. Thank God. Yeah. Inverted nipples taste like belly buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Without nipples, boobs are pointless. And. And uh, let's see. Ah, finally. Or two more. Your nipples are older than your teeth. And finally, there's more nipples than there are humans. And a nipple is the only body part actually meant to go in a person's mouth. <laughs> and that lady, and do you know what each one of those shower thoughts had in common? They're all talking about nipples. 
Exactly. And that, ladies and gentlemen, does it for News of the Weird. Well, Chris, even if it uh, if it's once in a while or temporary, it's always good to have you back. Anyway. I, I tell you, man, it's um, I was thinking about it this past week and I'm like, um, you know, I need to contact you. And right when I said that, it was like you were it's like we had ESP going. You contacted me on Facebook. I'm like, son of a bitch. I was just about to contact you. I had, so. to bring you, I had to bring you back for the holiday special. Um, yes. It's just actually not even a special, just a holiday episode. But, uh, hey, Merry Christmas to you and Mary. And, uh, yeah, uh, many blessings upon you all. It's good to have you back, at least uh, even for a short period of time. Thanks, man. Uh, it's always good to be back. Uh, and whenever I'm able to get off work, I'm, I'm always um, – I I love coming on and um and you know just uh making uh, the listeners have a laugh for a little bit. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, uh, that's going to do it. Of course, you're listening to the uh, audio portion. Of course, uh, I will announce the closing song in a moment. Otherwise, uh, to everyone else out there, Merry Christmas! All right, it's always great to have. The master, Chris Master, back for News of the Weird. Yes, indeed. It's not going to happen too often, but every now and then, yes, indeed, get News of the Weird along with those shower thoughts that are so damn funny. All right. On tap for next week is supposed to be the year in review. That uh, Yeah, we normally do that, just like the Christmas special every year. <laughs> We're going to end the show with the Highway Women. And... Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Outlaw Radio Christmas edition. And I will be back next week. Merry Christmas, everybody. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to piss up a rope. We give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio.
Christmas now. Hey everyone, Bad Billy here. Do you own a business? Or perhaps you're in a band. Or maybe you run a radio show or podcast. Whatever you do, you want to market your brand with custom-made apparel. Look no further than fresh-baked tees. T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, caps, beanies, koozies, banners, and even masks. You can get them all custom-made from fresh-baked tees. Prices are reasonable and negotiable. Simply go to freshbakedtees.com, submit your logo, and place your order today. Support Outlaw Radio and friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of outlawradioabs.com. Show the world how much you love Outlaw Radio with Outlaw Radio t-shirts and hats. In the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight, find items to help make your life easier and better. Get the best night's sleep in the whole wide world and more with MyPillow, pillows, and other products. Are you and your family prepared for the next unplanned emergency? Visit My Patriot Supply and purchase buckets of food with a 25-year shelf life. Check out we the people holsters made in america by gun nerds who are not afraid to support and stand up for their second amendment rights the tactical brotherhood is veteran owned and the gear and other products they sell are all american made a portion of your purchases go to support organizations for veterans at concealedcarry.com find news get firearm instruction and buy accessories and apparel visit outlawradioabs.com and click on the store link a service of outlaw radio and aow productions You're proudly sponsored by One of a Kind Art 43, created by professional artist Tammy Blackman. Tammy offers free consultations and will customize your art piece to fit your needs. Each of her pieces are, as the name suggests, is one of a kind because each are personalized pieces and once she is done, there will never be another. If you are interested, go visit Tammy on her social media pages, Facebook and TikTok by searching One of a Kind Art 43, where Tammy broadcasts her work as she's making custom tumblers or canvas art for another satisfied customer. You can always reach out to Tammy through her email at oneofakindart43 at gmail.com or call 409-234-5156. Although the prices vary, the quality is unmatched. Again, her social media pages are one of a kind with underscores between each word, followed by the word art and the number 43. Thank you again, Tammy, for another presence on this show. Pancakes. Hot, fluffy, delicious pancakes smothered in butter and warm maple syrup. Growing up in foster care, Terrence Williams always dreamed about big family gatherings around the breakfast table with Grandma in the kitchen, cooking up a big family breakfast. As a kid, he could almost smell that intoxicating aroma of those delicious hot and fluffy pancakes. As an adult, he has cultivated his love for cooking and his passion for food into his line of Cousin T's pancake mixes. I'm talking gourmet pancakes here. Go to CousinTees.com. Browse all the pancake choices, including buttermilk, apple cinnamon, blueberry, and various limited edition pancake mixes. Show the world how much you love Cousin T's pancakes with Cousin T's apparel and drinkware. Go to CousinTees.com. C-O-U-S-I-N-T-S.com. 
cuz and tease y'all the best pancakes you have ever had you can't cancel these pancakes get yours today Hi, it's the Big Voice Guy, the one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too, no matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. But what I do know is that you should have a Merry Christmas. But I will find you, and I will kill you. listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at outlawradioabs.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions.